Good day, Adam. Good day, Brad. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Were you out? Uh, were you out mannequin shopping? <laughs> I was. I was indeed. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, so I bought some mannequins. Yeah. 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 I... Did they come pre-clothed or? Nope. These are oh, naked mannequins. Natural. All right. And I, uh, yeah, I loaded them up here in my in my little basement room. That sounds not creepy at all. No. And, well, I came down here to record. You were like, hello, Merton. Yeah, I come down here, I open the door, turn on the lights, and here's all these mannequins. And now I knew they were there. <laughs> I was even oh, thinking God. as I was coming down, like, oh, boy, I'm going to get to see my mannequins when I go in there before I record. Uh-huh. I'm looking for, I haven't, I've just got them. I haven't spent a lot of time with them. I'm going to get at least to, like, look at them a little bit. I'm so excited. It doesn't matter how my mannequins. much you prepare for something like that. It doesn't matter. I still, my heart <laughs> skipped a beat. There was a little shot of, of, of fear juice, like, course through my veins. Just a little blip. Now... Explain to me your journey, like down the stairs. Like, do you <laughs> is is it something like you get to the bottom of the stairs, you open a door, and then you have to flick a light, and there they are? Or like, are the stairs open, and you come around a corner? Like, what? It, describe it to me. So I, I come mean, down I the picture. stairs. Now you've been here, mind you. Yeah, but yes. it's a long time. It was a long ago. time ago. I come down the steps, and then it's just like a regular basement, like a big open area concrete floor cement whatever you know cold floor just has like boxes and storage stuff the the furnace is in the corner the hot water heater you know just the regular unfinished kind of basement okay you just walk down it's open the stairwell's open on either side there's a railing on either side but it's open on either side you come down it's just a regular basement like that you can see the open ceiling floor joists copper piping that kind of stuff you see all that but over in the corner, there's a door, like a regular door, like a door you'd have like to a bedroom or something in the house. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you get to open up the door. And through this door is like a regular finished room. And through the door was a room. Exactly. And, and that... Is my little recording layer slash studio space. So I open the door and then flip on the light switch to this room. And there they were. And there were the mannequins. And they're not really set up, but they're like lying on the ground. Oh, all tumbled. Uh, yeah. Really nilly. It was really just the, the one corner. lying on the ground. Here, I'll, I'll, I'm going to send you a shot. Um... I'm going to send it to you here via the Slack. Does that that work? Yes. Because after I got the little thing, I thought, oh, I'm going to have to. Adam will be curious about this, maybe. So (laughs) this was was the the view. Oh, boy. Here we go. There it is. A 2.6 megabyte image. All right. It's going to take me 17 hours and 48 minutes to download that. That's a really slow connection. Well, you know that Dorito chewed through my 100-foot-long Ethernet cable, right. so I'm on the Wi-Fi. 
But we're still um, able to talk with a pretty good. Uh, no, um, I have it here. I'm reality. looking at it. Um, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, does that top part go with that bottom part? Yes. I mean, they they're connect. not in the right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just was. Ca- I carried it down in two pieces and just kind of put it there on that futon. Now, did and you do this intentionally in a way to, like, so that you would freak yourself out later? Like, did no. you give yourself a little surprise? Like, you built in a future surprise? I didn't mean to. I was just like, I'm just like, you know, I, I had to make, like, four trips up and down to bring that in. Because not only did I have to bring the mannequins you're seeing, which are currently in three pieces, one mannequin assembled, and then one kind of, like, at the torso cut in half. So you have, like the waist down in one piece and the waist up in the other piece. I had to bring the stands. Oh, there's stands. So, yeah, luckily there's stands with these, so they'll be able to stand up once I set them up. But the stands, there's like a glass base and then a metal, like, rod that goes up. Like, through their business? So... The one mannequin, it goes through the one buttock. Okay. And the other mannequin, the rod goes through uh, the calf of one of the legs. Huh. All right. Well, that's a little less intrusive than what I was imagining. Yes. Yes. Um, so you have, you don't have two full mannequins here, though, from what I'm seeing. You no, have one full mannequin. Yes. One full mannequin. And another, which is disassembled right now in right. two pieces. Right. C- cut at the the waist. Right. And then you have another one that's assembled fully, head to toe, minus the arms. Yes, that you got that right. It's like a knight who says knee, or the one who fights the knight who says... Right. No, it's the knight who says knee, I guess. Right, exactly. That's what we got. It's, you've got a mannequin who says knee... And then you've got Qui-Gon Jinn. I think those should be their names. Right. Okay. There you go. Well, no, not Qui-Gon. Sorry. Darth Maul. Darth right? Maul. Right. Darth right. Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul and the mannequin who says knee. All right. And those are the two new additions. These are both female to my ma- team. mannequins. Yes. As far as I can tell. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> From what I can gather. Um... What are you gonna do with them? Wait, before we even get to that, did you have to? Did you have to sneak the these into the house? <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't have to sneak them in. Okay. Um, okay. I didn't. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Circumstances were such that you didn't have to sneak them. Yeah, in. no sneaking weren't what had to be involved. That is correct. Great, great. So it's not like you're hiding down there in the back room in the back of the basement with your mannequins. I mean, you are. I mean, but, I am, but I didn't right. have to sneak them in. Right. Didn't have to but sneak now that they're in. in here, I can come down here and hide with them whenever I want. Yeah. You could turn off the lights and hide with them even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean, they're both, they're both bald. I, hey. You can add some, you know, hair to it, I guess, if you wanted, but they're both bald. They have uh, I ain't judging. nicely made up faces, though. They do. They're heavily That's made up. That's why I kind of like these. Not because necessarily, okay, well, not necessarily just because, like, there's makeup on them, but 
there's attention to the face. It's like a human-y kind of face. It's not just like one of these like more abstract, like either just like a, a blank slate. Sometimes you see those mannequins. It's just yeah. kind of like an oblong sphere. Or it's it not- might be an oblong sphere with kind of like a faint shape of a face, which is kind of maybe yeah. saying it out loud. It's kind of weird, although in the it's department store, it doesn't quite they catch kinda, me that way. They kind of look like that water beast from the abyss. Yes. You know, that level of Or it kind future. of looks like, you know, Kelly with before she cuts the hole for her face in the red suit. No, right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's kind of exactly what it looks like. like. That. Like you. It's, it's like uh, Twilight you, Zone. The little kid just erased your face. Right. Oops. Erased your face. You or Charlie X. No talking. He did that Wait. originally. Charlie X. Was that the black and white Twilight Zone? No. Charlie X was from an episode of of Star Trek. I don't know this. Yeah. Sounds like they're copying the Twilight Zone. Yeah, it could be. Anthony. I guess I don't know which is which. There, well, it's a kind of a very similar story. Now that I think about it, they didn't not only had that similarity of the. You talking TOS now? I'm talking TOS, yeah. Okay. I mean, they I'm not essence, that familiar with that. They in essence find a kid. Wait, is this an episode of Trek Balls? <laughs> uh, we want to talk about the uh, Air Jordan picture I sent. Yeah, I next? guess we can get to that next. Sure. <laughs> yeah, in Trek. Yeah, yeah. So Charlie X, his face is. Uh, no, he's just like a teenage kid who like was raised on some there was some kind of shipwreck and he was raised on a planet by some kind of weird you know non-corporeal life force or something. He gets rescued, but since he's a kid, he like he's a teenager, he's kind of like a spoiled cuz like he never had to deal with like parents telling him what to do and stuff. Yeah, they're the worst. And so he's just used to always getting his way or whatever. And so he can't really assimilate that way. And then it turns out that he has these like insane near omnipotent powers that he like got from these aliens in order for him allow him to survive. So thanks non corporeal life force. Yeah. So so at one point he does erase someone's face a la Twilight Zone. Was it a red shirt? It was, um, I'm trying to think. It was, it was a woman with a little mini skirt uniform. Yeah, those were nice. I don't think it was Yeoman Rand that he did that to. I think it was a generic person. But I want to say she was in a blue outfit, actually. Oh. Sheesh. But I could be wrong. You don't quote me on that. All right, that's so- the image I have in my head. What kind of other powers did he have besides face erase erasing? He could kind of do anything. I think he like turned someone into a lizard. Ooh. Um, did he use his voice to do it or did he just look mm, at them real hard? He would look at them real hard. He'd kind of like put his head down and like put his eyes kind of back in his head a little bit. Kind of looks actually like my son when he's like really angry. And looks at you like he thinks he thinks he can actually like maybe make you like evaporate by looking yeah. at you hard enough. He kind of just a- makes a face like <laughs> that and the camera zooms into his face and it makes this great like 1960s Star Trek sound like. Doing! And then when it zooms back out, the thing is changed, right? It's a little sleight of hand in the editing room there. 
Yeah, well, you got to kick it old school back then. Yeah. You don't have the big budget. Exactly. Or the technology, even. Got to get you some of that. Got to exactly. get you some of that. Got to get you some of the uh, CGI ability in your team TV sci-fi. Hell yeah, you do. And you got to get some faceless Starfleet woman miniskirt. Did now? Did Kirk convince Charlie X to give her her face back? I feel Never? like at the end things went back. You've got to realize that. He's well. I think what happened is. So I did not prepare for this spontaneous thing. I should read. I, what well, happens is at the end, after a lot of mischief and a lot of problems, um, the aliens come back and they're like, "We're sorry." You know, he's a big fuckface. <laughs> We shouldn't have given him these powers, but we had to. Sorry we about that. Had he's fucking some boundaries, he's, you know. Yeah, he's got, fucking everything up. So we're just gonna take him back. Kids need guidelines and boundaries. Yeah. They need some rules and some structure. It's kind of like when, or it's kind of like you know, like if we take an animal to the zoo and it's like let's reintroduce it to the wild. Like it can't be reintroduced now. No, it's too late. So it's the same thing with Charlie. It's like, sorry, we tried, but he can't just be reintroduced. He's, it's not working out. We're just going to take him back. He's going to have to live alone on this planet with just it's this like, non-corporeal life force from now on. It's like on. Brooks from Shawshank. You know, he's been institutionalized. You know, what's he going to do on the outside? Yeah, Nothing, exactly. You know? It's too late. He's got a life inside. He's got yeah. friends. He's important. He's an important man. I know. He gives out the books. On the outside, he's nothing, Brad. He's nothing. Yeah. I mean, what do you expect to have in a non-corporeal life force raising a corporeal child? Yeah, it, it didn't work out. I mean, they did the best they could. They made do. They, they kept them alive. And I, I'm i trying well, to think did at they? the I end. I thought they weren't even there. They just left. Deadbeat non-corporeal parents. No, they, they did it. Oh look! It was a woman in a blue outfit. I, I just looked up the, I looked up the episode in on memoryalpha.wikia.com, and that's one of the pictures they show. Crew woman loses her face, and it's, so it's a uh, well, it's a blue blue outfit. Yep, blue shirt. Okay, or blue blue skirt. Yep. Um, so not a name brand person. Just a, definitely wasn't a name brand. Another crew member. <laughs> gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Now. Charlie X erases her face. Is this like a command X sort of situation? Does he store that somewhere? How does he return it? Like, how does he know exactly how to? Yeah, that's if he gets it a little like mushed around or in the wrong order Mm -hmm. or like, you know, is he is it stored somewhere? And what if he command X is somebody else's face before he? You know, right? Can he only only hand one handle one? Or does the clipboard, his internal, you know, face erasing clipboard have space for multiple yeah. faces? Yep. What I'm trying to remember is, you know, I can't say for sure that the, it gets undone at the end, but I feel like it does. Or maybe he even undoes it himself. Like Kirk gives him a stern talking to and a spanking <laughs> and he's like, fine. And like puts it back or something. I, I can't really remember exactly what happens. Because again, 
Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be too traumatic to not put her face back on. Yeah. It's, well, it's one it was thing just, just like to, if somebody the, gets shot or something, fine. You know, th- those are them's the breaks. You know, right. you, you knew you were on this journey to explore the the outer reaches of everything, but to get your face just wiped off and just be one. Did did you see her like wandering around? Yes, she's. That's it. Like it's fucking horrible. It's something like he walks around the corner. You hear her scream or something, and then you see her, like, feeling the wall, like, around the corner. Like, I can't see. Oh, oh, oh. And, like, she has no face. Let's see. What did it... Oh. Did it look like Kelly with the red leotard on before the hole was cut out? What did it look like? It was quite... It was a little bit less than a face of that. Even less of a face than that. I think so. Well, here you be the judge. Here, I'm sending it to you oh, right now. God. See, that Twilight Zone, and I'm talking new Twilight Zone, you know, the color version. Yes. When you see the his sister with the no mouth, that really, that wasn't great for me. Right, right. But that so, was also like early 80s. It's, Maybe even like mid 80s. So this is like 20 years difference in television versus movie. So they didn't have this again, the same budget, the same technology. No, I see it, though. It's still terrible. Yeah, it's not it's, nice. It's not nice. It's the psychology of it. You know, like, what is that like? Does she have ears, man? I don't know. Is there air? <laughs> you know, Fuck. right. Well, the weird thing is. She's still able to vocalize her terror. Well, like the mouth is behind there almost. Yeah, like he just put a layer of skin on top of everything. Which might be worse. But then again, it leaves the question of like, how can she breathe? But there's little, there's a a slightly porous membrane, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's a... It's a like semi-permeable like skin a, membrane. Yeah, like breathing through like a, a pair of pantyhose or something. Right, a wet paper towel. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Thasians, which are the names of this the aliens that had them, that gave yeah, them these powers, course, they course. redid it. So I'll say this, refreshing like, my memory, looking at some of these pictures. Sorry about our shitty kid. We'll put exactly. your face back on. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I don't know if they actually addressed that. What they did do was show, because at one point he makes Yeoman Rand disappear. Not Yeoman Rand. Yes. Well, he has a crush on her. I mean, who doesn't have a crush on Yeoman Rand? Uh, Who does? Charlie X? Charlie X does. As now, well there, as all of America at this point, right? So there's a yeoman that is a recurring character on TOS? Yes, Yeoman Rand. Okay. Should well, we I get into the Yeoman Rands? Yes, so here was if, the deal. If all of America has a crush on her, I don't want to be left out, man. She was um, in there. She was like pretty much a main character. She was almost, they seemed to incorporate her into the stories. Like it was pretty much... You know, you have Kirk, Spock, and McCoy, right? Sure. The big three. Then you have the supporting cast of Scotty, Chekhov, Sulu, Chekhov Scotty, yeah, Uhura. Mm-hmm. But well, he, I thought all of America was, had a crush on Uhura, first of all. she Yeoman Rand was kind of in between. She was almost in that, in, in the first tier, I would say. So I have to look her up, I guess. Great. But I thought you were she was only in there. the first 13 episodes. 
Because somewhere the executives decided we don't want this woman around. Like, fuck that. And, like, they keep writing her into every story as, like, one of the main things. Like, we don't want a woman. Well, Doesn't make sense. Like, if, like, yeah, but she's in more, she's not a main. Like, again, I'm saying she's a top tier. And, again, there's too much, like, you're wondering, like, well, why isn't the captain fucking her? Or will they fuck? And it's just like, that's not professional. We don't want, we want, plus we want Kirk to be able to, like, have sex with uh, different aliens every week and not worry about, like, Yeoman Rand maybe getting plus jealous. He's supposed to be fucking Ahura, not Yeoman Rand, you know? You don't punch down. Yeah. Well, exactly. You know, well, this was before, you know. You gotta be fucking an officer. Yeah, this not was a bef- Yeoman. This is before the whole, uh, you know, Me Too movement. By now, 50 years, so. Here's a yeoman rand for you. <laughs> and I just, I'm not even going any farther because I can pretty much guarantee you there's like fanfic yeoman rand porn out there somewhere. Oh, I mean, that's not even, that's not even, I mean, of course. You're right. It's not even that deep in there, probably. Yeah. Yeoman like Rand. that's like that's the again that's the first tier points like oh you're gonna write original series porn well who's your who's who's the first female contender Yeoman Rand Yeoman without Rand. a doubt yes <laughs> she had a small cameo in Star Trek the Motion Picture and Star Trek Three the Search for Spock get the fuck out of here yes but Who again was she in the Search for Spock well she was Yeoman Rand. But there's okay, a shot. But can you like? How would I know her? <laughs> so there is a shot. The Enterprise is entering space dock, right? So Star Trek Three. This is a direct continuation of Star Trek Two. The Enterprise right. is kind of shot the shit from the battle with Khan. What's new? And they're going back to Earth, and they're going in space dock. You know, as a beaten down vessel, they lost their. You know, Spock, their the ship's captain is dead. It's bad news, right? Well, he's not the captain. He was the captain. Spock? Yeah. Kirk is the admiral. Oh, oh. And Spock was the captain of the Enterprise. He was Captain Spock. Okay. Captain Spock, Captain Spock, your shuttle departs in two hours. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Um, I think an admiralty is a little too big for Kirk's britches. Well, without a doubt. That's the whole, that's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. He eventually gets quote unquote demoted, right? It's too much paperwork and politicking for him. He needs to be out there. He wants to be out there hopping galaxies. Fuck yeah. That's his whole character arc of Star Trek two, three, and four. Right. Jim, it was a mistake for you ever to accept promotion. (laughs) Commanding a starship is your first best destiny. Anyway, the anyway, the Enterprise is going into space dock and they want to kind of establish this like giant space station thing because a big part of the movie takes place there. And they kind of show there's like this kind of like lounge, almost like a restaurant or something. But it's like after hours, there's like a uh, guy, like a space janitor with a vacuum cleaner kind of vacuuming up the carpet or something. 
It's like just open a little hatch. You don't and need a it, vacuum. Yeah, cleaner. just let it all. Not There's nature's vacuum. Well, what's giant the chance? Vacuum all around you. What's the chance? That's what's at the end of that hose. Just like a right. hole out of space. Why not? <laughs> yeah, just tush. You just attach it to a little hatch. Goes outside. Yeah. Just throw the, all your shit out in space. But anyway, always the same. Nothing ever changes, you know. Yes, but anyway, used Ms. to be the Rand. ocean. Now it's space. Ms. Whoa, Rand. Just throw it out there. It's gone. Hey, out of sight, yeah, out of mind. You know, there, you know, in, in the in, the Federation is not really big on like environmentalism. They don't have to be. They're like space is huge. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, she's there to kind of like see the Enterprise come in, and she's kind of looking at it. They're playing the bombastic music. The Enterprise is sliding into space dock. You kind of see it through these windows close up. Like you're like it's like oh here's this like view with like these like three story high windows yet the Enterprise is like it's not even enough to take in you're just seeing this little cross section of the Enterprise it's so huge right it creates this like effect of scale and everything but she's there at the big windows looking at the ship come in were you gobsmacked by the effects not a little bit. All right, let's look at it. I up. mean, we know I've been gobsmacked <laughs> at times. Anyway, she um anyway, she's there and they show the damage, the scarring on the Enterprise, and then they cut back to her a second time and she kind of is like shaking her head like Oh, what a tragedy, what a waste. My ship that occupies such a place in my heart where I always wanted to fuck the captain. Yeah. Is is has been damaged. And then, so she doesn't have any lines. She's just No, she just there. has that. In Star Trek, the motion picture, there's the transform transporter malfunction scene, of course. Kind of burned into people's memories. No? Well, Not I probably any. disregarded it. Um, yes, there is a scene... Where they're beaming people up to the Enterprise. Oh, boy. But it gets fucked up. And the people, mm. it's kind of horrific. Yeah, it sounds horrific already. Yeah. And she is the one, she is there at the transporter, operating the transporter controls with Kirk, trying to save them. And as the thing comes up, I want to say, I'm not not sure. At some point, she, like, turns her back. Like, this is too disgusting to to consider for me to look at. It's too disturbing. That can make it worse sometimes in the reaction to something. Yeah, but it's, you know, yeah. And they didn't, they never showed the end result. You see the person, like, sparkling, forming, and then it's, like, getting really misshapen, like, in a way that, like, is completely unnatural. Like, the head is all elongated and going out in a weird kind of way. And then you hear sounds, weird sounds, weird human sounds that are not good. Human sounds that are not good. Yes. He said, that's what the man said. But then they avoid showing the end thing because, like, it, the signal, like, retracts back to Starfleet headquarters or whatever. Oh. And Kirk is like, Starfleet, do you have them? And they're like, what we got back didn't live very long. Oh, that's Fortunately. awful. That's awful. Yeah. It's like in 
Well, I don't want to derail you. No, that's y- it. Y- Yeoman that's, Rand. Yeah, Yeoman Rand. But she wasn't the faceless one. You no, thought no, no. for a second she may have been the faceless no, one. No, what she got was zapped out of existence. Oh, Charlie, is that how they ended her character? No. Charlie X zapped her out of existence, and then when the I, she definitely obviously came back. Like the Thasians, they she like bing reappeared on the bridge as the Thasians were talk appeared and were talking to Kirk. But where do you think she went? You know, there's probably a whole like 600 page Star Trek novel just about her and like where she went and what happened and the adventure she had. It was like a thousand year long journey. Yeah, something. It's like longer than you think. Longer than you think. Like a millennia. millennia. She like ended up in the mirror universe at the time of Next Generation and met Mirror Captain Picard, and they had a torrid love affair. And then she got zapped back. Now, I was prepared to make fun of you for these effects. The Star Trek Rand, 3 effect? Yeah, where she's watching. But you know what? It is not half bad. It's not half bad. So you're able I mean, to bring that up pretty quickly, huh? Oh, yeah, I've been watching it. I got to the part where she stands up and is like, oh, my goodness, there's the ship where I could have fucked Kirk. Um, She's, you know, a little bit older. None the worse for wear, though. Yeah. Um, You know, what year is this? This movie? Search for search for Spock. I want to say 86. 86. All right. So for 86, you know, like the compositing. The edges are a little sharp, you know. There's a little bit of a flatness to, like, the ships hovering. But, you know, all things considered, not Okay, too bad. I was wrong. It was 84. 84. So even earlier. Although we do have to remember that um, 2001 was 16 years before this. So um, it's like, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh that's 50 years old, Brad. I know. That's the, they're having the big Fuck. celebration. 50 years old. Mm-hmm. It's an old man. It's an old man. Now, are you seeing this? Am I seeing what? Oh, wait. Did you sent some me. Oh, oh here didn't. it is. The Enterprise returning to space dock. No, I was trying to find it. I put it. Uh, you got to sit through a fucking ad. But I yeah no I I got it right now I'm looking at it I think I gave you the time there so it goes right to the dock yeah so I think seeing this I see I conflated two scenes the space janitor scene is a different scene is a different shot yeah I didn't notice any because there's no janitor. space janitor and there's and it doesn't have the big windows that's a different shot I think that's maybe when they're stealing the Enterprise they show that well there's a big window here they're all sitting there looking at the window Yeoman Rand looks disappointed she shakes her head like yeah god damn it kirk yeah i guess there is a big window yeah i guess it is the same set now that i see it more because i think yeah she's really like disgusted with this business yeah i thought she'd be concerned like oh but i guess she's moved up in the world and now she's a fancy person and she's She's like like, there's a trillion dollars of damage that's a trillion space bucks Right, you fucker. 
You space fuck. Or is she just being like, God damn this universe that there's such shitty people that they'd like fire on a starship. Yeah. How dare they? No, it seems that you're right. It does seem like she's kind of like, it's a little quirky. I can, you know, she's kind of like you fucked up. Yeah, you fucked. I could tell that disgusted look anywhere. That's a Kirk yeah. disgusted look. Right. Well, she learned from the best. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who? Yeoman Rand. <laughs> Who'd she learn from? The best. <laughs> it's not bad though, right? That's those are oh those are decent special effects. Yeah, I it's think they're totally. I think, again, there's a point where, like, special effects kind of, like, became okay. And, and again, I think it also might be because of our age, right? Like, we saw, like, because we grew up with that being state-of-the-art, it still looks fine to us. But maybe to our kids, it's like, that looks like 1950s, like, lost in space to them. I don't, I don't, know, I don't have man. any way of knowing. I don't either, obviously. But I think, like, I, I don't know. When they watch... Like if if Jules watches Back to the Future or something, like I don't think she's like that's stupid looking. Yeah, if but the story's was, engrossing enough. Like right. you you don't like that's hyper focus on the fucking well. Like, details I, I mean, and I was effects. able to, but again, for example, because I would watch original series growing up with the styrofoam rocks and blue color like it was looked horrible. Right. Suspension of disbelief. It didn't matter. Like I was like it was just part of this universe. Like it was just it didn't matter to me. Like again, that was the story that was interesting. And the and that people and even the fact that the acting was this weird nineteen sixties version of acting, like didn't matter to me. It was just like that's just how the story was told. Like if you're reading I I don't know how to describe it. Like even if you're like reading a book and it's written in like a weird stilted language because it's from like two centuries ago it's not like this book sucks it's like you just kind of see it in the for the time in which it was written and appreciate it you know yeah once you immerse yourself in the world that sort of stuff kind of disappears and the story and the characters take you right exactly so it is kind of a suspension of disbelief thing you know mm mm-hmm People were walking around talking like, cause Jules just read Pygmalion too. And like, there were moments where she was just like, "Ugh, I'm frustrated and disgusted by this. What are they even saying? You know, that's right. like two centuries ago, but it's, you know, long enough ago to be weird sounding, not to mention it's from Engeland. Right. But I was in Pygmalion high school, so she had like a connection to it. So she kind of was a little more invested in it than she normally would have been. So she was trying, but then, you know, I read some of it to her and then she kind of got into it. She's like, Oh, I don't have to like, all right, governor. You know, I don't have to like pronounce everything exactly like it's spelled. It's just supposed to be like, look, she can't really talk too well. She doesn't talk like a fancy person. That's all. Right. Kind of breeze over it, get the gist of it and breeze over it. And then once you like accept that and get used to it, it's like, boom, you're off and running in the story. Maybe that's how these special effects are. I, I don't think like, like, I don't think you would automatically be, like put off by these special effects as long as 
I haven't seen Star Trek three in a long time. It's not the one where Spock is a hippie in San Francisco. That's four. Right. So this one's not quite as ridiculous, I think. Right? Isn't this they go to the Genesis They go to the Genesis planet? planet. Yeah. 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 This but, one's all but, right, I think. Yeah. Well, Star Trek four is brilliant, I think. It's ridiculous, though. It's ridiculous, but ridiculously, but but awesome at the same time. Again, I haven't seen it since the 80s. I loved it back then. Yeah, exactly. That's all I really mean. Hello, Yeoman Rand. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you saw that I sent him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, 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 yep. Now, so she's doing with her hand there, though. What's in that? that? In that scene I sent you? Yeah, that's the... I don't know. Is, is that what they did in the 60s? That's I think so. They, that's how my one mannequin kind of poses a little bit. So I think... That's how hands were used back then? It's weird. Yeah. So I have something here that might... I'm embarrassed to admit. I doubt that very much. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I have no fucking shame, do I? No, you sent me like a, like an overweight person's totally nude front that looked like Homer Simpson's face. I mean, what? <laughs> That's true. What embarrasses you? Well, what I was gonna say is she was also in Star Trek Four, but I what? don't think I realized. No, I knew that somewhere. I had to know that. Now I'm looking at it. I don't know. She was in Star Trek Four again. A brief cameo. Starfleet Command, you know, remember the whale probe comes and everything's of losing power course. and the and there's like, you know, Starfleet Command, a lot of people, it looks like kind of like NASA Command, like all the rows of computer screens and people doing shit and Sure. There's all kinds of a flurry of activity like, "Oh no, we're losing power and this ship is gone and blah, all this stuff. Oh no, the oceans are vaporizing, all this stuff." She's one of the people there. Should and have taken do, care of those goddamn like a, whales. Yep, they do a shot of her there too. So, and okay, I was wow. I didn't realize that they just can't quit Yeoman Rand, can no. they? She was in Star Trek Six. I didn't know that, but Jesus, I just thought I would not go that deep into it. I don't know for some reason Star Trek Six. <laughs> what? I don't know. It was like I think is that the we, one with Iman? Yes, I haven't <laughs> watched that one a whole lot. I guess for some reason because it was like later. So that is the undiscovered country. What's five then? The final frontier. Well, that's a misnomer. Well, it's the it's the final frontier, but it's the final frontier. They're not saying I mean, the final that's... movie. It's just the final frontier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can have a story about The Last Jedi. It doesn't say The Last Star Wars movie. The Undiscovered Country gets a 7.2 on IMDb. Is that wow. high or low in your mind? That's pretty high. I don't remember it being that good. It was it's really a- well received for some reason. And I was like, and I think I was too much when that came out, too much like of a fan, super fan. And I was like, yeah. Uh, it didn't like match up with the the ideas, my preconceived notions in my head. This and is I no next generation, damn and it! And I can't like let go any of the weird <laughs> things in it that seem a little bizarre, like 
technology wise or logic wise. So I'm just not going to like it that much. The final frontier gets a 5.4 on IMDb. So that's a the substantial final frontier gets upgrade. a 5.4, 5.4. Wow. Is that, is that the one where there is just an asinine shot of the ship coming out of this like lightning storm cloud in space? Does it have a shot like that? Kind okay, of. That's in every movie, I guess. But we're talking about Star Trek Four now, right? No, I'm talking about Five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five. Yes, yes, yes. The Enterprise. Yes, lightning. Yeah, the great. They have. They they go through the Great Barrier. Oh, they're looking for God. Because God is oh, supposed to be there, according to this boy. hippie Vulcan who's Spock's half brother. This is stupid. And he kind of <laughs> commandeers the ship to go there. Yeah, not a great. Not great. That would be fine for a TOS one app, you know? Right. Don't make, don't spend your tens of don't millions. Don't blow your whole, like, movie. Going to find God. Sheesh. Yeah, that's And it'd be news. one thing, again, yeah, and it turns out God is just some weird angry alien that they have to fight at the end, too. Like, it's just like, yeah. Right. Kirk has to punch him. Yeah. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, that movie was dumb. Undiscovered country. I think Kirk and somebody end up on some sort of like slave planet or something. Right. Or Kirk and McCoy. Or McCoy. That's yeah. one of the segments of it. Yeah. Rurapente. Sure. Bless you. Um, but yeah, Iman was in that. She she was a saving grace for that. And then the one after that was Generations, right? Right. The handoff okay. from the old yep. to the new. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then after Generations, First Contact. Correct. And then... Uh, Insurrection. See, that's where it gets murky for me. I think I saw Insurrection. Then there's something else. Yeah, there's one more after that, which Just is... Just one more? Uh, Nemesis. Nemesis, which I don't think I saw. Yeah. I may not have seen Nemesis. I... For, on Star Trek movie terms, I liked Nemesis, even though it might have it has some maybe outrageous things in it um, here and there, like Captain Picard driving a dune buggy through the planet, this desert planet, like weepy. But yeah, anyway, it's like there's different James Bonds, and it's like Picard is the Roger Moore. Enterprise captain. He shouldn't be like piloting dune buggies. Right. Around, He's just, and he you know? was just kind of like, hey, here's my. This mission calls for the dune buggy. Number one, you stay here. I'm going to go have some fun. Right. Come on. Drive the dune buggy. Yeah. He needs to be back on the bridge quoting Shakespeare and like, you know, talking the bad guy's ear off as a distraction while other people are doing some shit like Data's programming a. You know, a photon torpedo to get transported over onto their bridge. That's right. what he should be doing, not dune buggying around. Right. There's no Earl Grey on a fucking dune buggy. You, yep, you got that right. There's no Rogers and Hammerstein. Fuck no. As we previously <laughs> talked about, that's Captain right. Picard. He's like, that I'm going to distract the shuttle pilot by singing Rogers and Hammerstein. Okay, yes, that's Picard's <laughs> modus operandi. <laughs> yes. 
Modus operandi. Yep, that is him. Not dune buggying. It's so dirty, you know? He doesn't want to get dirty. Yes. He's a clean man. There just shouldn't be any dune buggying in Star Trek. It's just like, you know, they were just like, you know, we have to add an extra little action sequence. Let's do something new that they haven't done in Star. Like, okay, we'll give them a dune buggy. This little Starfleet dune buggy to, like, go off-roading in. And then give them, like, a high-speed chase. Are they in like spacesuits or anything or no? This is an air planet. Yeah. Yes. It's got some air. All right. Yeah. Now a dune buggy scene, I guess, would fit in the rebooted Star Treks. Yeah, they were going into that like rebooting. Like it was the same kind of impulse. Like. Let's add some like more vehicular action, but it works in the new Star Trek because they've kind of set up the different tone of the universe and it's okay. Yeah. This is like you're trying to ham fist it onto the next generation, which is where, you know, they enjoy, they entertain themselves by like performing Mozart on the lounge and yeah, I don't know. It's not quite, it just, it's just not, it doesn't fit. And it was just a weird scene in the movie too like we didn't need to this whole distraction they were trying thing. to be like action blockbusters like transition yeah. into the action blockbuster thing yeah. but with the same characters it just is too incongruous here I just sent you a picture of what the dune buggy looks like although without seeing the scene in motion it doesn't necessarily capture it yeah I mean that's like Mad Max looking shit right <laughs> right there like, why would Starfleet have, like, a open-air, like, frame? Here, here it is. Here's a better kind of... Like, here it is ejecting from the back of the shuttle. Is Bruce Wayne driving this shit? And why isn't Worf driving it, you know? Well, again, Captain's prerogative, right? Yeah, but he This was all better. Picard's idea. He's all like, hey, I'm going to go take the dune buggy out. You know Worf can drive the shit out of that thing, probably. Probably. Picard's going to be Well, they need Worf in the back so he can shoot. Shoot people. Yeah. When it gets time to start shooting people. Data can shoot people. Which, you know, it ends up being time to shoot people. Data can shoot people going 80 miles an hour careening over rocks. You know, and just headshot every time. You don't really need Worf. Oh, boy. They're just like zooming out of the back. Yeah. Picard is expressionless. He's totally calm faced. <laughs> I think like, he does have some Earl Grey. <laughs> He's mid air. You know they're going to impact the ground pretty hard in about half a second. And he's just expressionless. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Who commissioned these things? Yeah. These dune buggies. These so you, you, you asked if they're in spacesuits, right? And they're not, but they're, they're not. in different they're colors. They're in their normal uniforms, but here, they do have this. They're wearing, uh, you know, shooting glasses, a.k.a. Oh, Walter. Sure. they got some there. Walters. Yeah, oh, there good. you go. Picard's looking a little maniacal there. He's looking a little, I don't know, he's looking a little happy. But yeah, he has his weird little, little lab goggles on. 
Or, or is that just like dust and insect protect? Yeah, protectors? that's really all it is, is like dust. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, Starfleet, Federate is like you safety first. Safety first. Regulations yep. say you must have proper eye protection if you're driving in a open in air open, vehicle. <laughs> open air. <laughs> right. Jeez. Yeah, you'd think they'd want some blast shields or something. Or like, oh, why not just drive the fucking shuttle where they need to go? Yeah. Instead of taking the shuttle down, then ejecting this from it, right? Right. The shuttle fucking flies. <laughs> it goes through the air, man. Yeah. Wouldn't that be easier? It's not as visceral, though. Right. They're just doing it for kicks, man. Well, they I mean, wanna... they more or less in the show, I think, kind of gave that explanation. Like, they, they Picard is like, alive. I'm just going to do this for fun. Good. Like, like, although it's also kind of weird because they also implied like it's some weird experimental vehicle that like Jordy's come up with or something. Oh, or maybe that's more like a wink, wink, nudge, not like, hey, remember you made me that. Doom, Doom buggy. buggy. I think this is a perfect opportunity for me to go test it out. He consulted the historical documents and came up with this radical new design. Well, Nemesis, I guess I got to see that at some point. Yeah, I don't know how well it would hold up. I don't expect it to hold up, so it's but fine. I think... Like a lot of Star Trek movies, you can either decide to like it or not like. Well, I'm not going to prejudge it. I'm not going to decide to not like it right. before I see it. But I mean, yeah, because I mean, none of them are really good, maybe like as um, movies, but as pieces of Star Trek lore, they can kind of be. Okay, if you're willing to give into it, I don't know. Now, is Captain Divin Fellini the guy who fucks <laughs> Yeoman Rand in the fanfic porn? I'm sure that exists. It's gotta, right? Yeah. Is this guy canon? No, I don't think so. This Although guy his fucks. his race is canon. This guy fucks, man. Yeah. So that the race that we have there. Oh, tell me all. He's got four um, dingalings on his collar, so you know he's serious shit. Well, he's captain, as it says there, right? Yeah. He is a... Cation? To be honest, I don't think I've ever heard the word pronounced. How's it spelled? C-A-I-T-I-A-N. Yeah, Cation. Which they originally appeared in um, Star Trek the Animated Series. Now, were the Cations, did they fuck in the Animated Series? Well, what you had was Mares, who was kind of like, here, I'll send you a picture of her. And you tell me, you tell me whether or not you think she fucks. I mean, she'll fuck to save her species, probably. She, uh, yeah. So, again, the animated series, they're like, it's animated. Like, we can just go nuts. We are not locked in. 
Yeah, she fucks. Yeah, we can do crazy things. So they had her. They had the weird three-armed guy. Um, yeah, it doesn't really cost any extra to draw three arms instead exactly. of two. So they had they had the weird three-armed guy there as the um, the uh, the whatever. Yeah, like like in Chekhov's place. So I'm looking at like curvy, sexy cat space cat woman right but she doesn't have any dinglings on her collar well they don't put the dinglings on their collar in the original series it's the stripe on the sleeve that tells this is a cartoon this isn't the original series well this is it takes place during the original series as you can tell from the the affectation right hand on hip yes Again, hand on hip kind of thing going on. Hmm. All right, so she's got one dingling on her sleeve, so she's. I guess not, a lieutenant, probably. Not too much of a big shit. Yeah, she kind of would sit in Uhura's place sometimes. Now, what an admiral? What kind of dinglings does an admiral have on his collar? Um, I think they get so like. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on which incarnation of the uniform we're talking about, but they get like a hotel instead of like four little houses. Exactly, that's one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. It's like I'm such big shit that I don't even need all of those things. Right, I just it's get just like a fancy thing. thing there. Yeah, one fancy thing trumps your four little things. Yeah. All right. So, the, yes, anyway, these cat people were originally in the original series, but as a Star Trek f- fan, I, I was... I see, they're, they're both Cations. Yes, I was floored to see them actually in a Star Trek movie. Wait, what movie? Star Trek Four. Wait, was Captain Divin, f- is this from a movie? No, well, this was from, yes, in Star Trek 4, they tried their hand at some CGI effects, and I was gobsmacked by them. Wait, wait, wait. This, this is screen cap you sent me? This is a screen cap from Star Trek 4? Yeah, exactly. Really? Are you fucking with me? I'm fucking with you a little bit. Okay, Jesus, I, I don't know what that's from? from. I don't know what it's from. I searched for Yeoman Rand, and that's one of the images that popped up, and I thought he was such a handsome cat man. Listen, I'm like a child who's wandered into the middle of a Star Trek conversation once and what's going You can fuck with me, and I won't even know it. I don't know what they're trying to do in 1986 or whenever. I wouldn't put it past him, or 1991. I don't know when it's from. What is? You don't know what this is from? Where did you find it? I said I was searching for Yeoman Rand, and that just kind of showed up. Because I could believe that the uniform was, like, photo real almost, and that they CGI'd his head, his cat head, onto there. Almost. It's not a real high-resolution photo, you know? Yeah, here's the actual Cations that, again, I was gobsmacked to see them actually appear in live action Star Trek. So here is one. Oh shit. Is that four? It looks like a four uniform or a three uniform. I think 
Well, no. See, in those uniforms, I don't even fucking know how they work, man. Hmm. They're crazy. They they have like. What's well, on his shoulder? It's not an epaulette, but there's like that stripe yeah. coming down his shoulder. It yeah, looks like there's some shit on there. That's where the rank insignia goes, and they're just kind of these weird, um, these weird different like symbols for different ranks. Looks like an angry cat. There's severe cat. Yeah, this guy. They're just like you're, you're talking about the black cat or the other one. Black cat. Yeah, because I sent you another one too. He's he's an angry black cat. Yep. Definitely doesn't look happy. That's what he's so mad about. Well, this was when I believe Captain Kirk was like on fucking up the enterprise again. On trial. Oh yeah, everybody's mad at him then. Oh, another angry cat. This is an angry brown cat. But the angry brown cat looks like it's angry at a a blue man. Yeah, there he's talking to an Andorian blue man group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The evolution of the blue men. Blue men. They made it to space finally. There's a lot of shit on this brown cat's uniform. Yeah, well he's all decorated admiral or something. He's like a big wig, so he has all that shit hanging on there. A little it's medals a bit, and shit. It's a bit showy. Yeah. If you ask me. I like a nice, clean uniform with the little beep-boop thing on your your breast. Right. And then a couple dinglings. Well, that was collar. that was Gene Roddenberry's vision, right? He didn't want it to be ornate. And I think yeah. they kind of like, again, in the movies, they kind of like did a, they're like, well, these are like captains and admirals. They're in like a space military. Like they need to have a fancier uniform than just these weird like monocolored PJ shirts they wear, right? But the monocolored PJ shirts are timeless, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't true. like these these turtlenecks even when they came out when I first saw them. I'm like, what are these? I this mean it's not how it's supposed to be. I kind of like them. I'll admit yeah. like the part of me that's a twentieth century Earth person likes them because they do seem more like formal, like a military like if I'm a you know you know, imagine like, you know, uh, it's the the 1800s and you're a ship captain or something, right? Like, and you're wearing your fancy hat and your fancy jacket. You know, it kind of like evoked that to me. And I was yeah. like, oh, I can get into that. Even though it goes. I understand. In the future, we're supposed to be more evolved than that and not have that, you know? You can call back to that stuff without actually having like a fucking neckerchief, basically. Right, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, I've never liked a turtleneck. I used to wear them, and then I realized every time I wore a turtleneck, I got a neck ache. Like, my neck hurt. You can't move it around real good. It's like forcing you to keep your neck in a certain posture. Yeah, it wasn't good. I like to slouch it forward, and the turtleneck wasn't allowing me to do that. It's like, well, I don't want, I don't. It makes me uncomfortable just even seeing other people in turtlenecks. Yeah. It just doesn't, it's, it's talk about See, incongruous. It just yeah. didn't, you know, get those nice clean lines of the, of the original series uniforms. You know, you trade it in for these. It's a form of fashion suicide, Brad. And call me crazy on them. I still don't think it works. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, 
of mixed feelings about it. That's just the fanboy in you talking, I think. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. If you could objectively look at them, you gotta be like, no. No, that's not what we're supposed to look like. Look at the reboots, the current reboots. Mm-hmm. Those are more in line with original series. I like them. You mean like the J.J. Abrams version? Yeah. The, the guy that did regarding Henry went on to yeah. do some Star Trek. Yes, that is... Um. Well, they, yeah, it's it's pretty much they just kind of redid a... It's just a slightly updated material for the original uniforms, pretty much. They really took their cue from the 1960s Star Trek. It's classic. Because, again, nice. if you're going to be redoing a Star Trek, I know, a 1960 version. Like, it's like this... The J.J. Abrams Star Trek is almost like the Brady Bunch movie, in a way. I okay. hate to say that. In the sense okay. that it's like, oh, here's a 1960s show, and we're going to, like, make a modern version of it, but include all the weird kind of campy ver- references to it and things like that. So they're kind of like, yeah, well, the uniforms have to, you know, look that way. You're not going to go into, like, area man forced to repeatedly watch movie he hates territory, are you? Why would I do that? Well, I don't know. Am I talking about a movie I don't like? Well, if you're going to start like bashing the Star Trek reboots, I'm not bashing how shitty them. they are. Well, you just called them. them the <laughs> Brady Bunch movie. Well, I think there's an element to it of that. But since yeah. I love Star Trek, I mean, if you love the Brady Bunch, you probably love the Brady Bunch movie, too. Or maybe had a weird love-hate relationship with it because it was good, but it wasn't the original. Did you see the Brady Bunch movie ever? Yeah, I think I even saw the very Brady sequel also. I think I saw both of them in the theater. But it doesn't sound like a compliment. No, you're right. It doesn't sound like a compliment. And it's not really a compliment, but it's it's kind of maybe the negative part. Or it's just the part where, as a Star Trek fan, you have to admit, realize that even though like you watch Star Trek and you feel like you're just watching like a history book of what the future, it's like a reverse history. Like, this is just what the future is like. Like, this is just the truth. Like, this is just what it is. Like, there's a Starfleet, and these are what the uniforms look like. Like, you don't get to analyze it on some level of, like, Hollywood business, right? Right. Like, oh, well, they wanted to add an action scene. It's like, well, no, Captain Picard actually did that. Like, right. It's the future historical record. Right. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, these movies are real in some weird, bizarre way. But when you take a step back, and start looking at it through like the 20th century, 21st century lens, right? Of what's going on. Well, here's what I know. The more things change, the more they stay the same. So there's that. But also what you're telling me, what I'm hearing is truth comes back in style in the future. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yes, it does. Star Trek, so I, I will say we have this new Star Trek series, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, yeah, you you like that. I do like it. I think it was came at the right time because, again, we had the 1960s, late 60s. You know, it's 1968, especially an amazingly tumultuous year in American <laughs> history. Hell we yeah. had Star Trek there at this, to be like this kind of like, hey, in the future, you know, people, you know, and again, it addressed the, the biggest issues of the time, which was uh, 
you know, um, racial equality, Racism, right? Yeah. Cold War yeah. issues, things like that, all right. reflected there. We have yeah, Star Trek Discovery, very different show. But why is it different? Because it's reflecting some kind of different issues, right? It's reflecting. <laughs> it's definitely the post-Trump Star Trek. We had the Next Generation, which was reflecting the whole Millie Vanilli scandal. Exactly. That rocked the nation. Exactly. So yeah, there's there's a Star Trek for every era, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to get CBS All Access or whatever. Yeah, I know. That's and the, the down part. But again, they're playing. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. And it's just another bloodsucker. I mean, on I don't know. So talk about truth coming back. Like, what is going to come back into style? Um, Like, right now, it's kind of like every single media company creates is creating their own streaming platform. Pretty soon, Disney is going to launch their own. Right. So if you want to see any of the Disney stuff, which includes Marvel, Marvel, Star Wars, Star Wars, yeah, all the like, it's all you have to get the Disney one. Ugh. Oh, you want to watch a? You want to watch Star Trek? Get by the CBS one. AMC's going to have its own. You know they've got enough practically now. I mean they they're like they're. Thing. I mean yeah, and you know they're. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm-mm-mm careful what you wish for right exactly well i'm gonna watch nemesis soon in my man cave i'm gonna oh shit i didn't send this to you did i here let me send this to you fuck sure oh your man cave you sent me that well months ago maybe there's a new update no no we're still it's ongoing ever churning um, here, here's as you approach coming down the stairs, I'll just send you this one as a teaser. I'm going to give you some more updates. I got a bunch more shit coming this week and next week to kind of finish it all out. But there's the approach. Oh, nice. Come down the stairs. So you come down the steps. You're greeted with a beautiful, uh, theatrical poster of the big Lebowski. Yep. The one that you could not conjure initially that I was trying right. to explain to you. Yes. That's a throwback to maybe 20 episodes ago. Yeah, something like that. Every once in a while, we, we remember what we talked about. Yeah, it's few and far between. Hey, a couple shout outs. Do you want to do a couple shout outs? Let's or at do least some. One shout. Two shout. I have two shout outs. Let's I do guess. it. Um, <laughs> Mike O'Connor. Mike. Mike says, Mike, 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 catch you, my death bag. Anyway, he says, well, I've finally done it. I've listened to every episode. It took a few years and I had to move house, so I had a longer commute to work, but I did it. Loved every minute of it. So thanks, Mike, for listening to, well, I guess when he sent this was... Well, however many episodes, we don't want to lock it in too much. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> a lot of episodes. Oh, and then I i don't know if you saw this, but I did ask Mike how he heard about this. I was curious. Yeah. And he said, I was going through a phase of watching TBL and wanted to go deeper. So I Googled Lebowski podcasts. Quote, the beauty of this is its simplicity, end quote. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, I <laughs> right. love it. It's like, okay. 
Many years later, I still watch the film. Now in my new house with a wife and three adopted rabbits, and no, I'm not a fucking park ranger. Lots has changed, but I'm still listening. Keep up the good work, dudes. Oh, P.S. Hope the knee is better. How's your knee doing, Brad? You know, it's 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 better. I'm, I'm, I think day. it's a full. It was a little phase of it going weak. I don't think I've had any problems in like a month at least. Great. So Great. I think I'm, I'm, I'm. It's it's good for now. Thanks for asking, Mike. Every day in every way, it's getting better and better. Um, and then just a quick one from uh, Trash Boat. He says. Jesus, is this what the up-to-date listener endures? Is this real life? And I'm paraphrasing a little bit here. When's the next episode coming? Because uh, he's at a point where I think it's been a month since we've released an episode. Right, right. This, this We're recording this during our during a certain kind of like interregnum of interregnum. It's between kings. Sure, why not? <laughs> well. Each episode is its own king. Yes. And we're, and and we we're kind of in a weird, self-imposed We're the kings of hiatus. the episodes. Yeah. We're the princes of the universe, pretty much. Fuck yes, we are. Can I be Roger Taylor? Go for it. All right. Now, who's this you sent me here? It's a handsome, handsome uniform. Yes. So I sent you that just... If we oh, still want to talk about uniforms, that's a the Star Trek Discovery. Discovery, yeah, yeah. And so I feel like in this uniform, they kind of split the difference in a way. Yeah. Between the turtlenecky uniform and the the more just simple, simplistic uniform. It's got a little bling to it. Yeah. You know what's cool, though? Like, there's a zipper sort of down the front. Mm-hmm. It's offset. Yeah, it's offset. Well, and the thing is, you can't really tell in this shot, but like... There's a collar, and the collar is like offset too to match the oh, zipper. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like a weird kind of yeah. The offset zipper, I like it though. It's, yeah, I like that. It's like all right, costume designer, you you gave it that little extra zing there. Little zing. I'll put it right down the middle. Yep. It gives it sort of like what a double-breasted feel or something. You know, like it's almost like it's folded over, you know? Mm-hmm. So the crease isn't... Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I like it. Yeah, it's a sharp look. Yeah. And then the bridge, if this is indeed a bridge, has got yep. like the blue lighting. So it all kind of like works together. Yep. Like the, the palette of this frame is very nice with the little like gold bits giving it a little pop yeah they definitely went high budget for this show lighting is very nice yeah i mean it's weird it's sometimes i think it's almost too clean sometimes and it kind of gives it a soap opera effect like it's just so detailed you know what i mean so sometimes i'm like oh wait what's going on right but other t- but for the most part, I'm like, yeah, you went the extra mile on, on some of this stuff. I mean, and some you- of it is like, oh, there's no set here. They're just completely on a green screen and fuck you. Sure. That, there's sure. some scenes like that, too. But sure. And there's probably a lot of scenes where it's like that and I don't even realize it. Right. There's some scenes yeah. where I'm like, 
If you notice some, there's probably twice as many that you're not noticing. Yeah. It's like in Mindhunter, I watched that making of. I may have sent that to you. I'm not sure. But it's like, talk about being gobsmacked, because we binged the whole series. It's only eight or ten episodes or whatever, but in a couple of days. And then I watched the making of, and I was just like, holy shit. It's like every shot is a fucking visual effect. Yeah. You don't even fucking notice. And it's like, there's a guy on a street. He's looking down. It's in the suburbs, right? There's houses and trees. And it's like, oop, here, look. And it's like, the trees go away. The house goes away. The car on the side of the road goes away. You're like, holy Jesus. It's like, you couldn't just find a street in the suburbs. <laughs> right. right. With some trees in the background. It's like, fuck. The it's just of work. easier to render one in a supercomputer than actually like go outside and have to contend with like the elements and permits and scouting locations. He was though. That's what I'm saying. They composited. They oh, right. He was out they, there. Gotcha. They actually went out there. So they were there anyway. And it's like, just couldn't you do that little bit of extra? Just go a couple of streets over where there's trees in the background, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but no, it's like, we like this road. We'll put the trees and the house and the car in later. It's like they put like a little like drainage culvert, you know, on the side of the street, like just mind boggling detail for like just you don't even fucking notice. And I don't even know like how that advances the story or like helps it at all. Putting like the culvert along the side of the road. But I guess Fincher or whoever was like, yeah, we definitely need a culvert down there. Right. It has to match his vision. Yeah. Get on that. Um, that's my shout outs. Um, I want you to see, I guess we don't need to talk about Zoom Quilt. Did you know that goes to Adult Swim? If you search Zoom Quilt, it's on the goes Adult Swim to website. Adult Swim. Yeah, Zoom Quilt, yeah. Just search Zoom Quilt. The third adult result. Swim, Zoom Quilt. And what does that do? Well, it goes to a Zoom quilt, but I'm on Wi-Fi. Everybody they kind of made like, their own Zoom quilt. I it looks the, like the same as Zoom quilt. Right, I, it's I a Zoom quilt, but for like their properties is what I think it is. Okay. So they were like, "Hey, you guy that built Zoom quilt, like that's really fucking awesome, and like it's viral, and everyone's sharing it." Like, we want to, like, can I give you $150 and we'll just, like, <laughs> to, like, get the idea and we'll just make our own or something like that. You got 150 on the brain because that's how much Nike paid the photographer right. for his Michael Jordan photo. The exactly. That's exactly where I was going. I was trying to build a segue into the ball part of our Trek ball. <laughs> yeah, we got to get to the ball part. I, there's, I don't think there's anything more other than, like... It's the just, sort of anachronistic, like Trump's head on Michael Jordan's bot. That silhouette, that iconic right. silhouette of him, like dunking, his legs splayed out, like mm-hmm. soaring through the air, dunking. But it's like Trump's head on there. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't, it's I don't it's know just kind of offensive. Else. Like we're adding yeah. Trump's head to something cool. 
Right. And you're going to be angry <laughs> at this. Right. Or it's like if you're a Trumper, you're just like, he's slam dunking left and yeah. right. You're exalted, exulting, you know? It's probably very exhilarating in that case. Yeah. It, it works, but that's its beauty is it works both ways. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yep. But yeah, Nike yes. only paid the dude $150. And he then tried to sue them because they're like, you made $3.2 billion on your like Michael Jordan brand. And you paid me $150. Like, I took that photo of Michael Jordan. And then you were like, hey, that's a pretty good photo. We want to use it. We'll give you $150 for temporary use or something. Mm. It was like, okay. Wasn't so temporary. No, no. But he lost. Uh, he, the well, judges he, are like, well, you took a photo. This is a silhouette. It's kind of not the same thing. I mean, you took a photo of Michael Jordan exactly like that, but. Or did he lose because he accepted the hundred fifty bucks? Like he I don't agreed think, to it. I don't think so. I think like the judge decision was based on the fact that this is a different artwork. That is insane. Which I think it wasn't like they actually took his photo and like just went into Photoshop and like up the contrast. You know, they probably had a graphic designer like draw it out or whatever. Yes, and but they're obviously just like based on that. Yes, and they're just like, well, it's. It's different, in essence. The judge, the judge ruled. There was a three-judge panel, and it was a two-to-one decision. And the two judges were like, "Yeah, it's different. Like, a different creative decisions went into making this silhouette. Like, mm-hmm. you as a photographer, like from the legal definition, this isn't your photo. So, sorry." Oh my goodness! Which seems like, yeah, the pain. The oh, the pain. It's like oh, I'll I'll go out. And capture another iconic image of something else, right? Maybe that'll and, be worth billions of dollars someday. Right. Based on the 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 strength of doing the Michael Jordan, they're like, hey, I did Michael Jordan. This time, maybe he'll make like two two grand. <laughs> right. He'll be set. He'll know. He'll yeah. be smarter. They'll be like hundred fifty. No, I, I won't accept less than two thousand. That would be so frustrating. It would be like, you know, when Keith Randolph was like, I, I have Boardwalk, the Monopoly piece Boardwalk, and I had Park Place. Like if oh, he right. actually had it, but then lost it or something, and we would have won, you know, $100 million or whatever. Yeah. But instead, he just didn't. He just didn't have it. I mean, I, I mean we talked about this before. Yeah, the same yeah. thing happened in my elementary school. People were always... Spinning yarns. People are spinning yarn, or just you know they're fucking like seven years old. Like they're confused. They don't know what the hell they're talking about, really. Right. Like they might even believe it. He probably. I think he did. He, I don't think he was bullshitting. I think he really thought he had it. I kept waiting. Like, did you bring it in? I got Park Place. Please don't realize Park Places are everywhere. Please don't realize Park Places are everywhere. <laughs> right. I mean, he probably had a Park Place, too, and just didn't... Yeah. Well, I don't know. So, we didn't get to the recursive folder nightmare. We could talk about that next time, maybe. Yeah. That's, that's a whole. That's day. a whole episode in and of itself, <laughs> I think. It is. 
Although before you delete it, I w- like we don't know how deep that recursive structure went. Well, I spent 20 minutes trying to find the end. <laughs> I mean, it could theoretically go for like hundreds of thousands of levels. I know. I know. I kept going. I I don't know if you saw I posted on Twitter and this was only like 4 minutes into my journey. A 24 second long video of me scrolling back through the finder window. I'm in column view. And was mm-hmm. that the entire length of it or was it just a 24 segment, 24 second segment? No, it's just that I was only four minutes into my journey down the rabbit hole. Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to record this real quick. And I went all the way back 24 seconds and then I kept going for another like 15 minutes. And that's yeah. when it started to get upset. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. You were really... Yeah, you taxed it a little too much. Yeah, I was getting like, I'm just in Finder, right? You got like, up to let's, the edge Let's case click there. on another quotation mark folder, and like, I would get not a beach ball, but like the the spinny, like sunburst. It's just the outside little lines, you know, that little spinny thing. I'm not sure. I know what you mean. Um. Okay. When you, if you like. When you shut down. Oh, just Mac. the lines. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, the yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That yes, little spinny yeah. thing. Click on the folder and that little spinny thing would come up and it started being up for like 20 seconds. Like before in the finder the window because it was yeah. trying to. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You were. Yeah. And it, I was like, oh boy. Oh we were boy. definitely testing the limits of what finder could handle. You know, you, you know, you know about me, Brad. What am I? You you are a man of extremes, Adam. I'm a man of extremes, Brad. I just tr- wanted to find the end. I wanted to find God in my finder window. And maybe I did. You know, maybe I did. God is a bricked mech. <laughs> Not really. We got it back. But we'll get into that rotten business yes. another time. You can what you, the listener can just look forward to hearing like riveting tales about like shell scripts and yep command advanced line, arguments for the fine command all sorts of things yep it, pipes <laughs> sands all right all right then <laughs> great have a great time everybody <laughs> have a great time.